Welcome back, everybody. What is going on, everyone? It sounds so weird that I can hear myself and not use it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, this is uh, our second guest is going to be on here in just a few minutes. We're going to do our normal shit, get that shit out of the way, and then we'll right, get, do it to it. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe. You know all that stuff if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening, thank you. There, I did it. Yes, thank you. Yeah, finally, God, took you a hundred episodes. I the camera. I said, thank you. <laughs> thank so, you, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, got merch. I'm wearing it. He's wearing it. We're all wearing it. He's not going to be wearing it. But our guest isn't going to be wearing it. Because we're not prepared. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> uh, follow us on social media. We've got a link tree in the description. So do all that shit. Um, Spotify and iTunes is mostly where you can listen. But there's all kinds of other ones. But anyway, let's go ahead and get to our guest now that we got that stupid shit out of the way. Actually, real quick, um, thinking about doing live streams uh, yes. instead of uh, pre-recorded. So with that being said, if we do that, it will be at a different time, but maybe on the same day. We will figure that out and let you guys know when that yes, day arrives, or way before that, but obviously... <laughs> But that also means the Patreon won't be there. So, right. uh, speaking of that, uh, Patreon. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Do it. Get on it, everybody. But no, if if we go live, we'll figure something out when it comes to Patreon. But yes, sir. But for right now, it's business as usual. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today—he's a musician, composer, actor, British military enthusiast. He has a YouTube channel called Eerie Hour with. Eric, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Davies. Welcome, going, Bob. Dude? Hello, how's it going? Got a pretty easy trip here. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Not no. not a lot of traffic. So Didn't how get far lost. are you from here? I don't want to say. Where <laughs> I live about uh, about thirty minutes from here. Oh, to, in Shelbyville. Bad. Me. So. That's not too bad. It's like me, yeah. <laughs> about half hour away. But right on. Yeah, ain't bad. So uh, when he's an actor, like I said uh, on the intro. Right. So what? Yeah, uh, I thought you said so. No, <laughs> go ahead. You're good, I didn't bro. hear you. I heard him. And I thought he, I heard it next to me. So I'm going to probably be confused the whole time. <laughs> but that's my life. Anyway, uh, so when did you get into acting? I got into acting when I was very young. Uh, my mom, uh, God rest her soul, she's no longer with us. Oh, sorry about uh, that. But thank my you. My condolences. Again. Thank you. Um, but she uh, was in community theater, and uh, she uh, one day brought me into the theater and said, you know, this is the world of acting. This is uh, the world of the theater. And uh, it, it really intrigued me. So uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, it stuck with me. So I, I credit my... Uh, my dear mother for, for awesome getting me in that oh, yeah, man. good for you for, real. for uh living vicariously through her then mm -hmm. uh i almost asked the same question twice yeah. <laughs> i did like I, I mean you could but i got like a little a small case of dyslexia so if i don't like narrow shit oh, it down is, I'm, it's all right i'm <laughs> fucked <But> anyway, <laughs> first f word you should together man <laughs> who's keeping score <laughs> all right <laughs> for real nobody because they can't keep track of all the f words we <laughs> Uh, so I think your last, uh, unless you've done one since we were there, uh, was Rumors, your last play that you guys did. That's right. So just, uh, awesome play, by the way. Allie kind of gave an idea from her perspective what was going on with that. Give an idea on uh, your perspective as far as what that was about and who you were and all that stuff. Okay. Well, um, well my perspective is kind of similar to, uh, to hers. Um, uh, it's about... Um, 
a uh, couple, Charlie and Myra, and uh, they unfortunately on the night of their tenth wedding anniversary, Myra is nowhere to be found, and Charlie has uh, shot himself. It was attempted suicide, and uh, there's a our couples, they're friends of theirs that are coming over for uh, to celebrate their tenth wedding anniversary. And uh, it, it just, it, the whole thing erupts into chaos at yeah, that point. It, I mean, that's the thing with the Neil Simon comedies, you know, it's uh, really, um, it, it's, a, it's a farce. So it's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of comedic action in there, a lot of um, one-liners. And, uh, and <clears throat> I must mention, since uh, Allie and I are, are besties in real life, it was kind of funny that she was, uh, and and also, um, I know she's married in real life, but it was kind of funny playing her husband right. on stage. <laughs> with her. Yeah, if you if you guys would have been there, uh, I don't know is is that like a widely known play or is that, it, is that is that in a movie or anything like and that it's not a movie at least that i know of but i, I didn't a, think so it's a very well-known play it's been performed all pretty much okay. all over the world you know it's been translated into a lot of languages and whatnot hmm. and uh wow it's a, a classic neil simon comedy and at, at its best okay. in my opinion that's pretty, so, that's pretty and cool. the very first neil simon comedy i've ever performed as an actor yeah. Oh, yeah. So there was a scene. The reason why I was kind of going to get that background is because there was a scene where you, as her husband, mm -hmm. were kind of kissing up on her. Oh, <laughs> how, did, uh, how did that go? <laughs> well, it was it was kind of weird at first. Let me explain the context behind that yeah. scene first, yeah. because I understand some of the listeners out there or, or viewers, I might say, have probably yeah. never seen the play. Well, um. I am going to reveal spoilers, so if you don't like spoilers, then turn away now. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll give you a minute. Warning. Yep, yeah. yep. warning spoilers. <laughs> anyway, um, I uh, my character's name is Lenny, and I apparently have been voted to disguise myself as Charlie because a couple of uh, police officers are outside wanting to know, you know what the commotion was because they heard gunshots and whatnot. And so I come out, and I have to pretend to be Charlie. <laughs> In order to, and my motivation behind that was to, I want to make the cops uncomfortable so that they'll they'll leave the house. Right. And um, so I got the idea. Well, maybe if I kind of ham it up a little bit, just um, be kind of like Gomez Adams, if you know what I mean, on on Alley. And I asked her about that beforehand, as any good actor should. And uh, yeah. she was, she went along. And she was like, "Yeah, I, I, I'd like to do that." A couple, and so you know, I began like kissing on her arm, like, "Oh, my darling." <laughs> and at one point, about as so, awkward as you could possibly make it. Yes, to, basically, for that cop. Yeah. make the situation as awkward as possible. I think everybody in the room, as far as the like the acting goes, was uncomfortable in their character too. So. Yes. went above and beyond but, but the audience loved it oh it, it was, was great it was hilarious thanks it was, oops oh coaster fell yeah these things stick to the bottom <laughs> need to sticky coasters yeah pretty much <laughs> I need to figure something out something else out for that something that's like glass or something or it's like not sticking or whatever but uh, what are you doing next uh well I don't want to reveal too much but I am directing and uh 
producing and acting in a uh, short film that I have made oh. for my Ooh, Eerie Hour awesome. with Eric show. Awesome. And so go over enough, to his YouTube channel and watch that shit when it comes out. And oddly enough, uh, Allie is part of the cast for that. Awesome. So Hell yeah. Extremely grateful. That's badass. Well, best of luck for that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. if you ever do another one, I wouldn't mind being part of it, if that's cool. okay with you. I, I have to ask permission because you're the that, head guy pretty That much. is totally okay. Because yeah. obviously I like scary uh, crap. I'm going to uh go get the door out here. Somebody, <laughs> somebody come devil. in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dang. almost like poltergeist. They're here. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. All right. <laughs> And he's back, ladies and gents. Wow, that was, that was She's fast. fast. I'm a runner. <laughs> I'm a slow walker, just like this guy. So, you can come in if you want. Hello. Good day. So I can, like, share a mic with one of these. I don't know. I'll try to find, like, a... No, you're good. No, no. You're good. Um, I don't know. I'm... Should I, like, get a chair or something? That's up to you, homie. I don't know. Let me, uh... Let me figure something out. How's it going, bestie? We're still recording though, so this is gonna this is just gonna be a weird episode. Coffee. <laughs> I was expecting this one to be chaos anyway because of so many people, and I didn't know if she was gonna be here by the time we got this done. Because I was actually gonna have you on if you showed up before we started this. So. Right. <laughs> we, uh... we we were just talking about rumors in the uh, little thing I had to do with you. <laughs> It's my stage hubby. My stage wife. That's where he's been held up. Whoa. <laughs> what is that, piano bench? <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll call it that for this. <laughs> We're doing music Okay, oh. Still on it. Still, oh, there you go. That's, yeah, I don't know if that mic's on, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to turn it Nah, we're good. Okay. I was going to say, if it was on, that would make pretty good ASMR. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome, everyone. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Listen as I tap on this mask right here. So relaxing. <laughs> oh, I don't know which one this is. Oh no. It's, it's not good, boy. Six. <laughs> I was waiting for this. I've had a long day. I've been at my grandma's. They're getting ready to sign power of attorney over to my mom, and she's going to take over the house and everything. My grandma's going to be her. Okay. And we went through a bunch of old pictures, and I found some they've taken of me and my siblings and stuff. Apologize, everybody. We oh, are. Wow. We may cut this part out too. Who knows? <laughs> Sorry, I caused a bit of chaos. <laughs> all- oh, bad show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, Colonel Crittenden and. They weren't part of rumors of chaos, so of course I was supposed to be chaos. <laughs> We're getting there. I'm sorry I punched it up. It's all um, good. Where is the state of. I should not Yeah, it goes this way. Okay. There you go. That way you don't trip. Hello, lovelies. Hello. I'm hyped up on coffee. Unless, and I'm not tired, so this should go a lot better. Unless you want to just like pull the bench right there and we can just share a mic. And I still haven't taken my shades off, 
Sorry, I'm super, I'm super hyper. Showing up cool as fuck. So I'm all like, George of the Jungle. Toki, toki. We had a really good night last night at D&D. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm in a good mood. Given the circumstances, I'm in a really good mood. That's good. We can get the best material out of you that way, then. Oh, you're going to get the personality out of me today. Oh, God. Coffee's got me like, ah. Let me turn you back on, then. That's not good. Hello, Hello. Sam. Hello, Governor. <laughs> what did I? And I don't okay. know where the British accent came that. from, by the way. You dawdle. Coffee, maybe. You dawdle space time, and you. Wait. They wouldn't know that I could do an accent. There it went. It's gone. Sorry. <laughs> One time thing. Hello, lovelies. Okay. Hey, we're actors. It just pops just... in and out like that. <laughs> Hyped up, sorry. I haven't ate anything, so I drank coffee on an empty stomach. So I'm like a child right now. I'm like, <laughs> are we there yet? Are we there yet? We're dead. Are we there? If you want to pull that over here so you can be on camera, you can. I got mine um, too. That's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, can I get that to eat? Yeah, then you, if you're able to pick it, yeah. <gasps> Muscle that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you, you said it's there a going, Ram. <laughs> Come over this way. And I'm my wrestling cooch. shirt today, so support Jess a little bit for the whole NEW. Hell yeah. So I'm talking about sun. Scoochie, scoochie, right. scoochie. So this is about as on the fly as it gets. We're really <laughs> living up our name right now. Packed full house, sun. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Now you can see me. I'm going to move this way. Which part? Party, <laughs> There we go. Alright. What is this? What is this? Unless you want her, her, you can share a mic and then. Yeah, that's be alright. This be easier. Alright, now good. we're. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Here, I'll turn me way the fuck down. So, yeah, Hopefully this turns out. Echo. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, just in case that did get caught up or cut, cut out, <laughs> welcome back. Um, <laughs> Where were we anyway? We were talking we, about rumors. We right? were talking, yeah. yes. That specific yeah. scene where yeah, I, husband and wife were doing what husband and wife did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also kind of funny because during the curtain call, the director, um, Amanda Galt, asked us to come out of the um, uh, powder room. And so, uh, I should have came out disheveled. I should have been like, "Yeah, we, we he's a fucking out. animal." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh darling. <laughs> Good way to kick off. The show. Wipe Good your way. mouth off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. You know me. Oh God, <laughs> I'm taking my headset off. It's too distracting. I'm like the only. I think that's unplugged too. Let's. Plug that back in. Bro, you fucking Wait, shit up. Here, I'll do this. We got echo and shit going on. As you can see, we're not very good at this podcasting thing. We might be experiencing some technical difficulties <laughs> at this time. Bit. We actually named an episode that. <laughs> technical difficulties. Yeah, that's, that's Please our... remain seated in your <laughs> chair or laying on your bed or wherever the hell you are, and we'll get moving in a moment. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. <laughs> we'll have him do and our... And we're back. Yeah. There we go. We'll here. have him do our introductions. <laughs> right? like, Welcome to On The Fly. <laughs> Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. You never do sleep. Do you have any plans to like be on stage again? That was kind of a I, yeah. I do have plans to be on stage. Okay. Um, right on. I just uh, haven't seen a... Uh, 
any opportunities of that so far. However, I am um, going to be in a pit orchestra because I'm also a musician. And pit? Is that what you said? A pit orchestra for Susical oh, Musical pit. at uh, okay. Rick Stiles Theater in Greenfield. I love Susical. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've already listened to the music. It's got some great horn parts in there. Awesome. So I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, yeah. to start on that. But as far as the stage go, you know, if an opportunity presents itself, as long as it's within driving distance, um, I will I will go to it. This is probably going to be our most chaotic episode. I don't know how many times I've said that. Oh, well. You're welcome. Fuck it. I do this all for you. <laughs> all right, you're welcome. Mwah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> do this for you. Sorry. I'm They're very, children now. I'm very... <laughs> For you guys, Do not, <laughs> not the babies. I'm I'm not a role model. Don't look up to me. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> I can give baby smooches on forehead. Yeah, see, that's like a double standard. Not that I am jealous of that, but women can do that shit and not be creepy. You know, <laughs> I, I came off kind of creepy, and I apologize. Yeah, but still, like a woman could get away with that more than a man can. Anyway, he's looking like he's about to eat the motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Yes, babies. <laughs> Five of beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> I don't know what I walked into. You know that line was never in that movie. What well, hello, Clarice? It was never in that movie. It never. Oh, and I, I've seen that movie at least a couple of times. I didn't notice it was that. Never in that movie. It's like a Mandela effect. Like we think it was, but it never was. It's weird. It's just like uh, the. They like me. They really like me. She never said that. Yeah. No, yeah. They or, said, she said they like me right now. Or I don't understand where people would even get that. But anyway, yeah, I, <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but I think we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite part about being on stage? My favorite part about being on stage is definitely getting to know the cast and bonding with them, and uh, you, you know, do. <laughs> yeah. But especially, you know, if they're like your besties or stuff in real life, it makes the whole experience that much better. And I just love getting to know each character, what their quirks are, how their worldview is. To me, you know, if you can connect with not only your own character, but also other characters on stage, well, not only within the realm of the play, but also outside the play as well, that to me is, makes for a really great production, in my opinion. I can wholeheartedly agree. It makes such a difference, such a... Do I, I have? swear I can talk. That that it makes such a difference when you can actually make a connection with other cast members because it will show in right. your production that you guys are close-knit, that you're comfortable. Because when you're not comfortable, it makes movements on stage very stiff, I've noticed. So with Rumors, we all clicked immediately. Um, we're all really good friends now after the production. Whereas I'm in a play currently and I'm having to get reacquainted with people and it's not as comfortable, and, it, and it's just kind of like really stiff, mm. and we're kind of avoiding each other. Right. And it may change by, by show date, but yeah, I've noticed it really makes a difference when you create bonds with fellow cast members. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with if, if there's any kind of awkwardness that will show on stage, whether you try to, the heart, the, the, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> See what you did, Allie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying now. I fucked up. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, this is number one. It happens a lot. But I will say this though, in my opinion, I've done 
not a lot of plays, but uh, certainly a good few. And in my opinion, you know, this was probably one of the better productions I have ever been a part of. I mean, it just, there was, like Allie was saying, there was so much energy, so much camaraderie. We could feel, feel it. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I didn't feel with any other play I was in. Yeah, it was probably the, I don't know, you guys probably maybe just seen better, but that, as far as going, I've not been to many plays, but I've been to a few. And one of them was professional, but I was way young, like too young to understand what was going on. But I was bored as fuck because I really just didn't know, you know what I mean? I was too young. But I felt the energy. I think the crowd's reception to that really amped you guys up too, where you guys yes. were really giving yes. it to us. Feeding off the audience. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys As were, actors, that's what you live for. Yeah. Right. To get the The, the chemistry on both sides was just, that was a really cool experience to be a part of that. And, and every audience we notice, like every audience is, is different. So like with Rumors, for example, that, that play in itself is so funny. But like one audience, like on, on like a Friday night, could be laughing at this section, this se- section, this section. But the next night, they could be laughing in completely different spots. Yeah. But you still feed off of that. and You, it, I don't know, you don't so know where fun. it's going to pop up. Yeah. Right. There was a guy that actually, I, I went to use the bathroom intermission, and one of the guys, I don't know, I don't know who he was, but... He was taller. Anyway, he come in the bathroom and he, uh, I don't normally like it when people come in the bathroom and start talking to you, but he, I let it slide <laughs> on him since he was part of the play. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he he said that we were the best crowd as far as how we were throwing back the energy at you guys. So that was I'm glad that I chose that day to be there mm-hmm. because we got a good back and forth chemistry. Well, we noticed, like, for an example on, like, audience reaction, and I'm sure Eric might remember, but, like, there's a scene in Rumors where Cookie does an elephant crawl across the stage, right? People went nuts. She's on all fours. Oh, God. And there's one night where the audience didn't react to that at all. And Hmm. Kim... That's kind of awkward. Yeah, and Kim was hamming it up that night, too. Like, and I always struggled to get through that. Audience didn't budge, but... The other two nights rolled. Y'all were super receptive to that. Like, I, you could hear people laughing yeah. until they cried. Like, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I'm it's, like, are we not are we not doing it right? Do you not right. like that? She worked hard on that crawl in a dress. <laughs> yeah. Like, she worked you, hard on that crawl. <laughs> well, she did. She's like, I have to crawl so that my, you know, nothing shows. Because she, right, she really right, was right. in a dress. Yeah, uh. She, uh, or I, what I was going to say is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, I wouldn't say a show off, but I'm a, I'm always feel like I need to perform for people as far as, I guess, showing off, I guess you could call it well, that. <laughs> I just like to, I like to be, I'm, I'm not like fighting for center of attention or anything like that, but if it's given to me, I want to take that shit. And what I, you know, what I relate that to is being on stage because, if if you get one person or one group of people to start laughing at something that you added to a play, I would assume that that would give you even more confidence to be even goofier and just it kind of just rolls from there. It does. It does, you know. And it comes with both experience as well as um um reading crowds i don't know if that's the correct term for it but yeah you basically as an actor you know you have experience dealing with all different types of crowds some are more receptive 
than others mm-hmm. on some nights, as um, Ali was previously mentioning. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I totally get it. You, you, you feed off of that energy, and that really affects your performance as an actor. So. Well, I've also noticed, even if they don't react, show must go on. Definitely. And you, even if you're not 100% confident, <clears throat> just... just fake it through it mm-hmm. because they're That's not going to know it. they're not going to know that you've stumbled or that you're lacking your confidence unless you make it well known unless they have a script in front of their yeah, faces they're you not know. Gonna know. Mm-hmm. so yeah but it does help in the audience it, it, it helps make some sort of reaction because then you're like right. ah, ha, ha, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah you like that don't you <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> awesome. No, it's great. I love it. You want me to uh, do it again? I'll do it again. Yeah, do it. <laughs> want to see me run to the mountain and back? You want to see, see me, me do, do it again? again? <laughs> Golly. Yeah, we're. I just decided on the fly here that we're going to keep that segment because we are on the fly. So anything that happens during the show should stay on the show as far as I'm concerned. Try it. So. Yeah. Or call it on the fly. That's right. So if you don't like it, I guess go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go listen to something else. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, when we went out to eat after that, we uh, I think it, you were sitting at our table. Yes, and right across from me. You uh, Alan here, you here. Started somehow horror movies and stuff like that came up and right, kind of me because I like talking about that shit. Why this stuff's here? He brought yeah. that to kind My two of two favorite really masks like out of five. Stuff. So. I was like 60 or so, maybe 80. That's about the same. I got them from uh, Lawrenceburg. There's like a horror shop up there. Oh. Yeah, those are definitely... Are, are they replicas or just... Nah. Nah. No. They're I wish. Authentic, yeah, they'd be way more than yeah. 80 bucks oh, for yeah. replicas. Yeah. Yeah, but... Are they commemorative? What like Are they at least... Is that the same exact design? No, okay. no, I could definitely tell on the Jason Voorhees mass, it's not the same. You don't have just a little strap. <laughs> right, right. It's like it's from a from a later film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So And like even the dots on him and where the little triangle is mm-hmm. and actually yeah. needs little red lines right here too, but it's missing those. But other than that, yeah. It's just basically well, they're both pretty what interesting. Oh, yeah. That's from the newest Halloween. I was going to say, it's got that really worn look to it and uh, everything else. I love that it has real hair. I I do have a Michael Myers mask of my own. However, it does not have real hair because mm. I, I couldn't find one. Looks like you got a couple grays in there. Yeah. Because yeah, like... he is older in yeah, this that's one. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. 40 years later. But um, I had a pr- another Michael Myers mask that was the Rob Zombie version and. It's not even near as good as what this one is. Because this Halloween, he saw of me acting as mm-hmm. him. And I portrayed him like very yeah, well. He's pretty much... Uh, like I was a, People were gravitating towards him. Which oh, is, yeah. Out of out of all movies I've ever seen, Halloween has got, but got to be one of my favorites. Yeah. I really I like think, it. I think Halloween's really the... Regardless of whether it was first or not, I think that's really the front runner of where horror is today, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Because it's just the mask and everything. Like, yes. that was just. I'm. It's. Yeah. Basically, I remember seeing a documentary about why they chose the specific mask because it looks emotionless. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, and there was a movie that was released. They said in the documentary it was called Eyes Without a Face. And all you could see was just the person wearing the eyes and uh, 
it was like a really white mask and uh, there was no mouth, no nose, no ears or anything. It just looked emotionless, mm-hmm. kind of like this. It's actually... I, you go ahead, go I'm sorry. No, you're, fine. Oh, you're good. You're no, good. I was just thinking, I remember watching something on TV that talked about this particular mask and they said that they actually, when they were filming the movie... They actually went to a store and bought a William Shatner mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that's what and then, like, mask. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just painted it and redid the hair mm-hmm. on it. And Maybe eyes. Ta-da. Ta-da. That's so basically, you're running from William Shatner. Right. Basically. <laughs> Not Michael. It's, it's a more William fucked Shatner. up version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get those bloody kids. <laughs> Somehow. Something on the wing. Something. I think Jim Carrey did that one better. Knife it. It's funny, Jerry, J- Jim Carrey. Jerry. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Mixed both names. Uh, Who's Jim Carrey? Car- yeah, <laughs> Jim Carrey's uh, most of his, not if not all, he's got quotes from other movies, which is really cool. He, he kind of made that stuff his own. Nobody else could do that without some. Oh, it's copyright. You know what I mean? Like anybody mm-hmm. can say that, but when he does it, it's like a lot of times probably people don't even notice until like they've watched a movie three or four times. Oh shit, that was from uh, Twilight Zone, where he's yeah. on the plane or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jim, he oh my god, talking about going deep into your character, like Andy Kaufman as the Man on the Moon. He went deep on that character, like yeah, he's just a, he's like a, him. He's a method scary. Actor. So once Jim, what I discovered from watching that documentary over him, so once he has a role, he is that role. Exactly. And even when That's they're the not best rolling cameras, if he's in costume, he's that person. And I, I thought that was interesting. I, I don't know. God. If you can method act, man, like, you've got a talent, because I don't know if I could actually method act. Yeah. That takes a lot of energy. With, well, with, he, with especially my last character, I couldn't imagine myself method acting as Lenny. <laughs> yeah. He does it to an extent, but he doesn't go so far to, like, scare the shit out of everybody. Like, if, if there's little kids around or something like that, like, he'll he'll act like him, but you can tell he's a human being, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he he definitely does a really like when he really is in character he he, he looks like he, you feel the presence of fucking thank you very much yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think I could walk around in any character I've ever been I think it's easier maybe at the playhouse maybe but like yeah. not the entire day that's, that's yeah. a lot of energy <laughs> I think not to downplay your good acting method or anything but uh, I think it'd be easier when you have a mask on because you really are. Yeah, I mean, you look the part. That's what that's I think. And it's yeah. just easier. You just mm-hmm. feel like you are that so person. So I'd be after that. After that. Well, then at that point, right. it's all showing emotion through your body. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yes. like a, we have a wrestling show, so I'll bring this up. Uh, wrestlers that wear paint and shit like that, like they really get in tune with their character when they wear stuff or mask, anything like that. Like the like, fiend. You can ask any of them. They Kane. Yeah. Kane. Like they have the highest energy when they, because they just, something in them, like... Finn Balor, for instance, he wears body paint and as the demon every so often. And yeah, it is a fake persona that he's, you know, he 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 says that kayfabe wise, he says that this uh, demon brings out a new, but it really does because he becomes. The, it's not Finn Balor, like you can tell it's him underneath the paint, but it's a completely different attitude. Well, that would be like. Thinking of paint being out of character, I would think of like the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah. Or I would think of Sting. Even mm-hmm. when he like when he changed up the way he painted his face from that classic nineteen eighties paint right. up to you know the Crow Sting, 
up to when he was with, with uh, the Wolfpack NWO, like the personality changes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can totally agree with that. Or if I can switch topics here. Yeah, go ahead. Very good. Um, on my Eerie Hour show, my Eerie Hour with Eric show, my character, Eerie Eric, he puts on a mask on at the uh, end of the show as he's saying that. And I, I get what you're saying, you know, with a mask, you know, he looked pretty terrifying. However, right. um, you know, it's all in your body movements right. and whatnot. I think, I think psychologically... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it might be the fact that you know nobody can see the real you because there's a mask over that. So you yes. can be that person. Mm -hmm. I have essentially become eerie Eric. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Even even without the mask on, I'm, I'm still that character on, on camera. Right. So. Well, uh, yeah. So like with his eerie Eric um, show, he allowed me... Thank you for that, though. It's so fun. Um, Anything for you, bestie. <laughs> he uh, he allowed me to portray a character of Melanie, and it's weird because uh, Melanie. I... Er, me, yeah, okay. Melanie. Uh, I'm Melanie. sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> coffee jitters. Um, but Melanie, like, it's weird because, like, you know, I'm Allie right now, but, like, getting that costume on and then having the airbrush paint put on me for that day, like... I'm good, but then once he says action, it's like, it's almost like, I don't know about you, but like getting into switch. character, it's almost like a switch. I've noticed that. So the minute he says, and go, boom, Melly. And yeah. it's all in body language, too, because I would duck my head down and try to look more scary, keep my hair in my face. Yeah. And it brings a different energy, too. It's almost, I don't know about you, but when I act and I know that it's my turn to perform, I get kind of excited or I, I get kind of happy. I, so, like, you I can see it in my work. I think that shows too, like you, everybody in the audience can feel that. I know there's no audience on YouTube, but people like on stage, people can feel that. Like you, you bring so much energy to that stage that you, you should be doing this like professionally, professionally. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, that's like, a, that's a dream. That's probably like a distant dream as of right now. But oh my God. Yeah, that would make my heart happy if I could do something professionally like Broadway or something like that. Oh, That'd be badass. I'm I'm the that same. That would be awesome. I'd be, be wonderful on there. Yeah. yeah, I I'm I have dreams of and aspirations for um you know, not just uh, music but also um for acting professionally as well in like theater, film and uh Maybe even even radio plays as well, which I have done a few of those before. Cool. Awesome. But. See, is like radio stuff. Um, that's always been like in the back of my head, and like now that I get older and stuff, and like podcasts and things like that, I've I've noticed that they're actually a lot of fun too. Um, my dad had started going to college back in the day to become a DJ, and like hmm. he's got like like cassette tapes where he would practice being a DJ. And I've noticed that I've got a lot of knack for my dad. And I could possibly Thanks, do that, dad. too. <laughs> so um, it's actually sat in the back of my head as well to do stuff like that. I think I think it would be a lot oh, of fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah this is actually what, where this all started right here, this whole show. You're welcome. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, farther back than that before he was oh, born. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, on the last episode, I think it was the last one, uh, I... I he, I made a comment like that, and he's like, "Dude, you weren't born yet. I was born way before you." And I was like, "Now, nah, me and me and God, God actually asked me for advice on how to make you." <laughs> I was like, "That's right. You're welcome." <laughs> but anyway, um, shit. Oh yeah, where this all started was I, when I was a little kid, I had like fake microphones and shit. I wanted to be a radio DJ, but that was more 
radio because there was no such thing as podcasting back then. Mm-hmm. Dating myself on that one, but um, <laughs> dating yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Hello, myself. This is myself. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember cassette tapes too. I remember. I my, still have some. I remember my dad <laughs> talking. I remember my parents talking about eight tracks. Does that count? I went around some of those too. My dad has some eight tracks. My dad still has them. Records. My parents had some eight tracks as well. So good shit. Yeah. But uh, what's the next one? Yeah. um, Make sure. Well, I got half of my question out, and we kind of just took off. But um, no, it's all right. Yeah. What triggered your interest in the horror realm? Well, it's kind of a long story, so I'll try to condense it down as much as I can. We got plenty of time. I don't give a fuck how long this is. Okay, so (laughs) basically it started back in the day when I was just a little boy. Uh, Mm -hmm. My dad read to me a um, condensed um, version. It it was a children's version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Washington Irving. And I instantly fell in love with, you know, the whole concept of a a ghost chasing a frightened uh, schoolmaster through um, a wooded area and whatnot. I just became fascinated by that. And eventually I began researching, you know, ghosts and paranormal. I would watch uh, shows uh, with my brother, like uh, A Haunting or um, like Ghost Hunters or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I eventually got into horror movies thanks to, again, to my mom. (laughs) And she uh, showed my brother and I The Exorcist. When we were really young, so <laughs> that that really that movie really scared me when I was a kid. But it was a, it was kind of interesting because I was like, I want to I want to watch more of these, you know? mm-hmm. and so eventually my passion for uh, for horror movies and for you know ghost stories and, and you know anything horror in general grew from an early age and just expanded when as I got older. Yeah, I can I can kind of agree with that too. Like. This, like I was talking about this stuff, um, I, anytime I'm watching YouTube or watching a podcast or something like that, a lot of the times, like, yeah, I'll be enjoying the show, but a lot of times I'll be, and this is from an early age, how are they doing that? Like, oh, look at that graphic that's showing up. How could Mm -hmm. I do that? Stuff like that. That's always been a thought in my mind. I'm never 100% watching to enjoy. I'm also studying, but I've actually been able to make something out of what I never thought would be possible. I just, it's pretty cool. You know what? Just, um, not to like backtrack or nothing, but when we were talking about wrestling, I don't know about you, but that's also something that got me into like, like the horror thing, like with the undertaker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, as far as like scary things, I can attribute that to the undertaker. And then as far as like, um, acting and podcasting and all this kind of media thing, I can associate that with good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler. And that those to me are like legendary voices. And I've always been fascinated with how they can entertain an audience just by sitting there at their commentary. Yeah. And keeping you fired up. My God. So <laughs> I can thank those two legends for like my love of, of media and theater in general. Oh, just no. How they can just like um, just have the audience in the palm of their hand yeah, just by simply yeah. the way... They well, spoke. As soon as you mentioned uh, becoming your character earlier, I instantly thought of the Undertaker, because that's that's the Undertaker. He, like even in real life, oh, he God, was yeah. the Undertaker for but the I'd longest say, time. He he was one of those that um, he lived by the business, and you, once you got into kayfabe, that's where you stayed. So if you're out yeah. in public and the public sees you, 
you're your character. You have yep. to stay that character. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really allow us to see that until it was closer time for him to retire. Right. It's more appropriate now, I think, with the oh, times. Absolutely. It's really hard to hide from media nowadays, too. So, I uh, remember a quote from the late great actor uh, Werner Klemperer: "You know you've made it when people recognize you by your character name." And of course, you know he was, of course, Colonel Clank on Hogan's Heroes. So people begin, mm, uh, "Okay, hello, Colonel, how's it going?" And instead of uh, "Hello, Werner" or Klemperer or whatnot, <laughs> uh, he said, "That's when you've made it as uh, as an actor." I think so. You know? Oh yeah. If they know your real name, then they probably just know you. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Unless they're like a really big fan, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> One of those super fans. Yeah. <laughs> the creepy ones, you know. Yes. <laughs> and, but, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, I will mention this, though. As long as we're speaking about horror things and whatnot, another thing I love is haunted attractions. Like the type you walk through and mm-hmm. get scared. I absolutely love those. In fact, uh, Allie and I have been to a couple. Of Found those. out what my fear is real quick. <laughs> What's that? So Eric had the, the joy of finding out that I am afraid of chainsaws and I didn't oh, realize yeah. that. So and scares. I could probably <laughs> I could probably backtrack that and attribute it to my dad when I was a kid. He used to have, like set up our house like a haunted house mm-hmm. and one of his friends had a chainsaw and he would chase kids with a chainsaw. It didn't have a chain on it or nothing, but right. he'd chase them. Well, let's flash forward like 20 years. So Eric and I had the privilege of hanging out together and going to all these amusement parks together. Thank you for inviting me. I love it. Um, And there was one we went to. um, It was Indy Screen Park. Super fun. Different different mazes you can go through. And there was this one called the Backwoods. And there was there was Eric, my husband Jason, our our friend Tyler, and we're all in this group together. Well, backwoods, they needed a group of seven, so they paired up two girls with us. <laughs> they give Tyler the glow They were fun. Oh, my God, yeah, they were. They give Tyler a glow stick. He's the leader. He was very oh, nervous shit. about that. It is very dark. One of the attractions we got to in the backwoods was this. It looked like a like an old shed or an old <laughs> it cabin. It was a shack. Yeah. Hmm. You walk in, there's a dilapidated, nasty-looking twin bed. That's a good word. I like that. And uh, there is this very tall muscular man on the other side and he's in bibbed overalls his stringy hair is in his face and he's got a chainsaw and he's pretty much giving you a warning like you need to get out of here you don't belong in these woods it's best you leave the girls that were grouped with us start pushing us like hey we're we're ready Mm -hmm. to get out of here we need to go we need to go so we're all giggling trying to get out well once we got out he's following us out of the out of the cabin Good luck. Once we got outside, we're all giggling, having a good time. Well, one of the girls, I watched her bolt. She took off like a bat out of hell, right? And I'm like, why is she running for? I turn around, and there's the guy with the chainsaw, and he is just blood curdled, screaming, ah, and he's revving, and he is full-blown running. Mind you, this dude is like, he's six foot two, six oh, foot God. three. He was very tall, very muscular, and he is running with the chainsaw. And my fight or flight kicked in. And I ran. I'm like, oh, hell no. And I took off running. So as I'm running, I met up with the girl. We're running about the same speed. We don't even know each other. We're complete strangers. And we grab hands and we're holding hands running. (laughs) Eric is behind me. Tyler's behind me. They're all losing it laughing. We fell at the end. And I was like, oh, my God. First of all, I'm so sorry for touching you. Second of all, are you okay? And she's like, I think so. Is Is he gone? I'm like, yeah, he's gone. 
So found out real quick. I'm afraid of chainsaws. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't play with that shit. I don't do it. Mm-mm. If I could tell the other story, go for it. Um, oh, shit. We we went to another one. It wasn't exactly a haunted house, though. It did have one. It was called Paranormal Cirque. And uh, it, it was basically a circus with a scary theme, which is awesome. Which was awesome, by the way. And uh, well, before you get to your seats, they make you navigate this little haunted house maze. Hmm. And uh, well, we come in and we round the corner, and all of a sudden, I look down the corridor and I see something. I'll just leave it at that. And I turn to Allie. I was like, Allie, um, <laughs> you, you're not gonna like this. And she's like, What? And all of a sudden, this huge guy <laughs> he's like he's like he's shirtless he's ripped and he's he has a chainsaw he's like he's screaming like the chainsaw <laughs> and Allie and I were just like running <laughs> from him and he would actually this guy would actually come up and touch you with the chainsaw on the back of your legs mm. to get, and he would tell you you better fucking move you better oh, move shit. Oh, and yeah. like we're trying to get out of there. He's laughing, and I'm like panicking. I'm like, ah, no, no, and no, no. And no. My, my dad's behind us, and he's like lagging behind, and I'm waiting for him. But the chainsaw guy was like, Mom! <laughs> I don't do chainsaws. Nope. I went to one, and I met that guy. Of all these people walking through his area, he picks me and puts me up against a wall. And slams his machete right next to my head, but Ooh. the wall was like bouncy, so that hit my head and actually mm. hurt. Ooh! But ouch! I was like just looking at him, just like you don't scare me, pretty much. Like <laughs> do it. <laughs> Being all crazy but explains what's wrong with him. He hit his head. Maybe. Well, like with, with Eric and I, um, it was fun. For example, I think it was in the screen part. They give you an option of a glow stick necklace. If you wear that, that means you give permission for them actors and actresses to touch you. If you don't wear it, that means you don't want anybody touching you. And they get pretty handsy. And they do get handsy. Hmm. So all like the whole group was like, No, thank you. We're good. <laughs> Eric's all like, I'm, I'll do it. I'm crazy. I'll do it. <laughs> and he put it on and they were grabbing him and pulling him in rooms and stuff. Jeez. And then saying they wouldn't give him back. Like it was wild. Oh, and wow. He ended up loving it. He had a ball. I, I really That'd like be fun. <laughs> I want to go. Wear a shirt that says touch me. Yeah, it's basically like, hey, I'm all, I'm all yours. You know? <laughs> touch me now. Touch me, babe. Make it say that I have not got a friend. <laughs> so, um,. Saw some uh, videos on Facebook of you playing your saxophone. Yes. And uh, so, what what got you started with that? I know you already told us when, but I was going to ask you on the show, and then it kind of got out before we did this. Well, I, I did mention my mother got me into acting. Well, yep. my father got me into music. Okay. But uh, he's a uh, he's a church organist, and uh, he plays at two different churches. <laughs> so basically, um, he's telling me all about music and composers and whatnot, and uh, I decided, wow, that's that's pretty awesome, and so I began studying uh, music and listening to the various uh, composers through the, through history and whatnot. And uh, the thing that really stuck out to me was um, was jazz, and I really didn't get into saxophone until there was a guy, and I think he's still playing today. He's a local Indianapolis-based jazz saxophonist called Sizzling Greg Bacon and he was playing with the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra and we went to go see see them one time during at New Year's Eve nonetheless and uh, it just the way he was like re- playing his saxophone and 
you know, like really groove into the music. I, I just leaned over to my mom at one point and I said, Mom, I want to do that. And eventually I did. I took up saxophone and I listened to all different saxophone players, Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, uh, Dane Cause, Art Pepper, um, who else? Eric Marienthal, all those really great, sa Mindy A. Bear, I should mention her, uh, really great saxophone players and uh, began developing, you know, my own uh, style off of that. And I, I just really love playing the saxophone aside from pretty damn home. good at it too i must say thank oh, you yeah. Um, oh yeah i was i uh had written down do you write your own music then i realized that i wrote down before that, that you compose <laughs> that music so, but uh so what's your how many songs do you have i have i want to say about 10 12 songs wow. that i do I've you actually write the music or do you yes just... i actually i have oh, wow. a uh, program on my computer okay. uh that i write music with <clears throat> awesome and, uh, hmm. it plays back sounds just to make sure you know i, right. I like what i hear mm -hmm. and then um the the rest goes from there i i decide okay i want to record this or i want to take this to a gig and see if people can play it and uh, yeah yeah that's uh, wow that's basically what i, I what awesome. i do as as a composer Cool. He's a musician. Yeah, so he's pretty much what I could have been if I would have. Um, well, he's still farther ahead than I would have ever been because he's just a talent. But oh. I didn't stick to it. Like I, 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 I consider myself a. I wouldn't say a musician, but I'm. I know a few things here and there. I kind of play around. You know, I, I, I know several different instruments, but I'm not like amazing at any of them. Really. So you have a basic appreciation for yeah, music. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I get yeah, goosebumps. I get goosebumps pretty easy. Mm -hmm. So I got a uh, silver tone bass I tinker on here and there, but not, not no rock star, I can tell you that. I don't play yeah. very well, well, but still, I love bass. As long as you enjoy so, it. You oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's the biggest deal. If you don't enjoy it, then there's it. really no point in yeah, doing it. Basically. Yes, sir. I started with choir. My love for music. Yeah, you are a good mom, singer. <laughs> my mom was always like, oh, I love your voice. You should get into singing, blah, blah, blah. So choir is where mine started. And then I've tried different instruments, and really my love is at piano. Right now it's just it's pinging around, um, playing by ear. But I do know how to read music. So um, I'm sure if I found sheet music to what I wanted to learn, I, that'd probably help me along. <laughs> could, could you probably play some of my stuff? I, I only write in chords, so... Mm. <laughs> if I sat down and, like, looked at it, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> see, that's a, but my I need, biggest. I need a lot more that's practice. my biggest thing with playing piano is that shit intimidates me. If I see more than one note or if I see a... a like anything that's not uh, four four two four three four, I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. I, I I've only written in four four. I haven't done like yeah. six eight or twelve. Six eight. Six eight. Six, eight. Six, eight is it, it's <laughs> it is. Mine's more of like I don't know about you with piano, but I've noticed like if I'm pinging around, I can act, I can find the melody and I'm fine. But when you put in like your second hand, for some reason, mm -hmm. they don't want to operate. It's yeah. like they want to play the same thing rather than. Okay, here's your here's your chords, your, your whatever, and here's your melody. Yeah. So I need. So my suggestion from the few things that I know is, you know both parts, right? Yeah, like I can play them separately. You can play them and separately, they're, and they're fine. But it's when you go to put them together, for some reason, my hands are like. Hey! And they don't. They don't. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's hard to explain, but you almost want to. You, you want to use like let's say you just throw your right hand out, do that. 
turn your mind off of this. Just play muscle memory and then focus on this one this while you're doing your muscle memory. <laughs> it's still going to do that. But it, it's definitely, it's definitely well, art form. I can't say I can't do it because if, if I go, if I take it slow. Patience is everything. You can hear it. I can do it. That's the thing. But it's when I get it up to the tempo that it needs to be that I, I start losing it. Do it slowly. It. Start out as slow as you possibly can. Get all the way through so it. Drives it drives you nuts. Yeah. <laughs> go all the way through it and yes, then repetition. start over and go a little faster and build yourself up. I guarantee you if you yeah. give yourself enough time and patience, you'll get it. I gotta treat yeah. it like that's, theater. If you can play them separate, you mm-hmm. can play them together. That's uh, what my music professors in college told me. How to eat an elephant one bite at a time. Absolutely. Just take it in chunks, <laughs> slow it down if you need to, yep. and eventually it becomes, you know, like you said, you develop that muscle memory and it becomes second nature. Well, it's just like even warming up an instrument. You can't just start off high. I mean, yeah, no, you no, can, no. but it's not going to sound as good until you warm that thing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start yes, out start out low. Start out even scales and uh, eventually go to, you know, like intervals and yeah. stuff like that. I Plus, know. you're going to ruin your chops if you try to go it, high right off. If you play too much, and if you, there's such a thing as warming up too much, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can warm up just to get the basic feel of your instrument, you know, especially if you've been away from it for a long time. But if you warm up too much, you know, especially with wind instruments like the saxophone, you eventually wear down the tissue in your lips mm-hmm. and eventually it becomes harder once it's, it comes showtime mm-hmm. to play. I mean, my high school band director was very strict on that. He said, save your chops, save your chops. And he was right. You I'd know, say it really two, saves you some I'd say two to three, maybe five, but no more than that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mine was always, like, I, I did attempt band when I was a kid, probably about fifth to seventh grade, and then I gave up. Wish I wouldn't have done that, but that's how, that's how it went. But, hey, that led to theater, so I'm not even mad. But mine was always about... Um, not only taking care of yourself, but learning how to take care of that instrument. Because I attempted to learn clarinet, so he was always honest about um, having the right stuff to clean your instruments after mm. you played them, because all your spit right. just collects in it. Um, yep. And then he was always about uh, changing out the reeds, because that can that can mess with the sound yes. and they chip and break. Mm-hmm. So he was all about take care of your instrument. So they're not cheap. It sounds right. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. definitely want to break in that reed too. You don't want to throw. You don't want to yes. pop in. Oh, that fresh reed! It you don't want to pop like, in. A, <laughs> you know, you're you're one of those musicians when reeds start to taste really good. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to just pop in a reed and no. go out and do your yeah. thing like that's You got warm yeah. that thing. I remember uh, reading several tutorials about how to break in reeds. Uh, one of them was uh, from the U.S. Army uh, uh, concert band. Um, their saxophone section uh, their app uh, one of their saxophone players said the best way to break in a reed is to soak it in a glass of water and then rub it on a piece of paper so that you strip off some of the uh, uh, flashing or whatnot and then um, start to play on it or something like that I, I, I citation needed right there <laughs> I just learned something new. if it works it works yes and I tried it out once it was very tedious process, but it, it does work, you know, hmm. for, for new reads. With tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Tips and tricks. Right, son. <laughs> you no, know man, I'm yes, fucking weird. Son. You know that. That's right, son. Oh, uh, what's your favorite weird. song to play? It could be your own. But. Um, my favorite song to play um, is anything by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. They're my absolute favorite band, and I, I mentioned this before. I had the... Uh, privilege and, and pleasure of taking saxophone lessons from 
their saxophone player, Carl Hunter. And um, one of my absolute favorite songs by them is called Go Daddy-O. Because it starts off, you hear the symbol like, ch -ch 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 -ch, and then Carl Hunter comes in with, Go Daddy-O. I just love that. Yeah. That's, I, I love music. Any, I like build-ups, too. Like mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Like it was just one at a time, instrument at a time. Love that yeah. shit. Herbie Hancock does a lot of that. I love yeah. his stuff. I love that shit. Mm -hmm. But the, what was that song you just played for us? The one, the last one that you played. Uh, the one I played in in your living room. Yeah. Um, that was called a uh, Jumping Jack. Yeah, that was and, good. Yeah, uh, that was good. Yeah, was like he started playing. Awesome. I wasn't even paying. Like I was paying attention. I was. I wasn't like looking at him. I thought the music was playing. I looked, and he's sitting there playing. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm <laughs> getting it. Just I've, like it. I've memorized some of the licks of, of those yeah. songs. And yeah, that was good shit. Yeah. Pretty much played that whole song. Does you have a good memory? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, a little bit of muscle memory if you right. work at it. So, but last thing I got is, can you play us a song? We already discussed it, but sure, I can. I can just do pick that. one. I just need to uh, get my saxophone right here. Making sure people didn't think I was just catching them off guard with that. Definitely, we planned that out. I wasn't going to, hey, can you play your saxophone? <laughs> just blind, like, here I, you go. I thought about it for a second. I was like, hmm, could I? <laughs> I think that's about right. Just right here. All right. There we go. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Anybody have any requests? <laughs> Undertaker theme song now. <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew that. One. <laughs> Love that shit. Play the um, gong part on your saxophone. <laughs> the gong part. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I know, I know a song I can play. It's uh, you ever heard "Fly Me to the Moon"? Fly yeah. to the moon. Yeah, like Blue Eyes. I really love playing that song, especially on tenor. Do it. I love that. Blue shit. Eyes is awesome. guess you want to call it uh like comment subscribe if you're watching on youtube if you're listening Jesus. thank you uh got our merch go buy that shit patreon go be a member you know what you know support the sh i don't know i said you know what support the show you know what it is uh follow us on social media we got a link tree in the description on youtube so you have to go to youtube to see that or go to instagram whichever one doesn't matter uh and our social media is listed also on uh, Spotify and iTunes for those that are listening. So, 
that's all I got. You guys got anything else for me? Uh, watch uh, my Eerie Hour with Eric show on yes. YouTube. Um, I'm also on uh, see that shit. on Facebook as well as Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok. So uh, follow us on yep. on all three platforms and uh, watch the show. And season four is going to uh, come out uh, sometime uh, in I want to say in either August or September, some sometime during the summer. So look out for that absolutely and uh we are going to link all that stuff if with your permission you have my, my permission awesome. for that. so we'll go ahead and we're going to link all his if you want to send me like what you want us to put on it yes i, I will definitely send you right all on. the links that you want right on <laughs> sounds good so yeah see you guys next week probably gonna be a lighter one next time because it's just gonna be us two unless we somehow find another guest <laughs> this one was not as uh this was kind of last minute because he texted me right after we got done with our episode last time. And we uh, got Everybody her going. Did. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and I'm so glad uh, Alia told me yep. about it. So. so, yeah, we'll see you guys next week, son. See ya. Thank you for listening and watching, as always. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>